Welcome to episode 106 of the No Coup Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Tyler. I'm Mike. Uh, we're here for uh, this week two now of yeah. the NBA bubble. About three games in. Yep, of the restart. Uh, where do you want to start? Which team you want to start with that we uh, maybe didn't cover last time or you know we've seen more of this time? Um. Well, I guess I guess a good point to start with uh, the Rockets look pretty good. They do. Uh, even even though they lost, uh, I, I've I've really liked what I've seen from them. And without Eric Gordon too. Right. Yeah, which I thought was going to be bigger. Um, I mean, it's big, but it's not as big as I thought it would be. Yeah, and one thing the Rockets have shown me, and I think some of the other teams that are playing well. Uh, like Phoenix, I think role players can really thrive in this bubble environment. Why do you say that? I don't think the pressure is as big without the huge crowds. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think there's a little bit more of a comfort level. Yeah. Uh, And I I mean, role players have been playing really well for a number of teams. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I mean, some teams look a lot more complete than, you know, I ever... I ever thought right. they would be. Um, yeah, you got anyone in mind off the top of your head? Well, Phoenix is the big one. Yeah. Considering how much uh, like Memphis is struggling with, they're pretty much eliminated at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they lost today, which makes it even worse. Right, and without Jackson, I mean, it's gonna be, it would be a miracle at this point. Yeah, but on the flip side, Phoenix is surging. Yeah, they are. They and they're missing Kelly Oubre, which yeah. I thought would be a huge loss for them. But, I mean, I didn't know Aiton could shoot the ball. Yeah. All, all of a sudden, he came off this break with a three-pointer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, Rubio's been playing steady. We know what Devin Booker's been doing. He's been crushing. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Payne's been playing fantastic for yeah. the minutes he has. Bridges has been playing well. Yep. A lot of guys have just stepped up for them. Yeah. I said before, I Cam Johnson is stepping up as a starter at a, you know, yeah. from someone who really didn't get any minutes before. Yeah. That's big. What, what do you like about how they play? What do you think about how they play? Their offense and stuff. Honestly, it's kind of streaky. Mm-hmm. I mean, Booker helps them out a ton. Uh, but they right. get the they get the ball swinging and guys don't force things that they can't do. Yeah, uh, like to an extent, obviously that still happens. But it, like it's a lot more limited with Booker playing well, with Aiton playing well. Yeah, and with Aiton kind of being a much bigger scoring threat than originally anticipated, he kind of opens things up for everybody. Mm-hmm. So now a lot of those guys who weren't completely open, like Bridges is getting a lot more open shots than I've seen. Yes. And he's he's making more of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with Payne. Same thing with Johnson. Guys have just played better. They've had more room to attack. Yeah. Yeah. I like what I'm seeing from them. Um, you know, I, their bench isn't looking as bad as advertised. You know, yes, which is which is big. I guess 
And to your point, that's really what all the teams, a lot of the teams are looking like to me. Their benches are really um, excelling more than, you know, were in the season. Right. Um, And plus, I think a lot of these injuries, uh, teams are forced to give their role players greener lights than they used to have as well. Yeah. Because they can't afford for them to just come in and just, you know, hold down the court with defense for, you know, three minutes in and out just to give someone a breather. Now they say, okay, well, we're missing 16 points a game. We need you to come in and make make up at least eight of them. And guys are coming in to do it. It's fun to watch. Really fun to watch. Yeah, it's been competitive because of that, I feel like. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, who else? Who, who's next? What team is next? Uh, a team we didn't really get into is Miami. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miami's a team that's that looks very complete. Yes. Very balanced. Stacked, even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, one thing, they still kind of depend on hot shooting from certain guys. A lot of guys. Uh, and, and Butler, who you, I feel like you wanted to talk about more than I did. Uh-huh. Uh, but Butler has been kind of... Like, just a fit-in guy. Yeah. Like, he's really not... He There's n- there's no point in the game when he's clearly their best player. And, yes. Yeah. And that is where I think they will have a hard time. Because they don't... Without him doing that, they don't have a best player. Like, at all. Right, right. <laughs> and, um... Not saying you have to have a best player. Um, I would say the Spurs at times didn't necessarily have a best player. Um, you know, they had three players that were their big three, but I wouldn't, you could argue that they weren't really better, much better than each other. But the Miami doesn't have a big three. They don't have a big anything. It's just a bunch of, you know, good playing guys, a lot of three and D guys. Right. It's like a full team of three and D players. Um, and then Bam, who's just a crazy, uh, almost a unicorn at this point, how he plays. Yeah, he he's literally all five positions. Yeah. Um, now, my problem with Jimmy is it, when I watch them, it looks like he just doesn't want to be a star. It's like he, I don't know if he went to Miami because he was sick of like the responsibility and, you know, if he, if he played the last two games with an injury, I know he missed his last game with an injury. If he's been playing with an injury... Yeah, apparently, know, I think he's going to miss the next one, too. Yeah, if he's been playing with that, ignore everything I'm saying. Because, you know, playing hurt can make you not as aggressive, right? But um, the fact that he does almost nothing sometimes is just... It's crazy to me on the team because they... They'll need a basket, and they don't get a good basket just because, like, Jimmy just doesn't do anything. Or he'll hold the ball a little bit, pretend like he's ISOing, and then just pass and cut. And he doesn't even cut as well as he used to because he's not cutting to look for the ball. And um, I think when they play a team where they'll have 
the other team has someone that will just go get a bucket when they need a bucket. I don't see anyone on Miami that can just go get a bucket when they need a bucket. Yes, and that's why they have this weird like dynamic where they struggle to score because a lot of their guys are overly confident. Yeah. Like Tyler Harrow, oftentimes, if he makes a shot or two, he's he's like he he acts like he's the number one option. Right. And like Alinek, because he's been shooting so well, kind of takes pretty much anything he wants at this point. Right. And their breakdown when their plays break down, like the best thing they get is a lucky open three. Yes. Or not open, <laughs> you know, a, a tough three. That Hero or Robinson or Crowder or even Olenek hits out of nowhere. Uh, right. I don't know how Dragic still is not a good shooter for some reason. <laughs> After all this time, he has to be like wide open and has he needs like at least <laughs> six seconds to get his shot off. Yeah, unless it's like a really difficult pull up. Right. Yeah, he, he's still not a good catch and shoot shooter for some nah. reason. Um, I will say Crowder has looked really good for them. Iguodala's been playing really well. He's fit right in. Derek Jones Jr. is another guy. I mean, he's hitting threes. He's he's playing good defense, too. Yeah, using that length for something. Right. Um, so, I, I'm not saying that Miami's not a good team. They clearly are. Top to bottom, they have everything you need. But the main thing they need... Uh, the most important player on the court is not playing like he's important. And um, I, I don't know if he's waiting. Cause that's that that's what I'm thing. thinking. But, I mean, your team has to know. I mean, they have to have that, that confidence, especially with young guys. I mean, like you said, when Harrell is on, he's someone that I think if they need a go-to bucket and the play is drawn for Jimmy, Harrell just might take it. And, I mean, he might make it, but is that who you really want, taking the clutch shot, knowing who Jimmy is? Right. Um, that's what is a little disturbing to me about them and concerning. But uh, I have confidence in Jimmy, man. I've said on here before, I think Jimmy probably has, in my opinion, I think he might have, like, top five least amount of flaws in his game in my opinion when he wants to right he just doesn't he just doesn't look like he wants to he just looks stagnant yeah he does he kind of he's kind of mellowing it to an extent yeah uh but but offensively i do think he's still an elite perimeter defender for them yeah he is yeah but i mean like i said it just looks like a team full of elite three and d guys Right, and Butler's kind of this weird, he's not, like, he's, you could tell he's not one of those guys, but he's playing within those guys for some reason. Right, he almost looks in the way some plays to me. Sometimes, yes. Because he should be getting the ball. (laughs) Him and Adebayo, him and Adebayo, while on the same team, are very, like, separate as far as, like, how their shots come. Yeah. And that's kind of odd to me. Like, it's almost like they have no chemistry. And this is the other thing I'll say about Jimmy, which I think Jimmy is a really cool dude. He seems really funny. The team seems to really like him. But he is not a on-the-court leader for them. 
and that's one thing I think they are really missing. When I see them play, the lack of uh, sometimes when they do go on those lulls of a lot of bad shots and you know um, scoreless runs, they're on the wrong side of a run. Even if they're playing pretty good defense, the problem with taking long threes is usually starts a pretty good fast break. So and they do take a lot of long threes now. Um, I don't see any on the floor leadership from Jimmy where, you know, he said he comes to the inbounds, give me the ball, you know, he takes it up court and does something. Which I know that's what we're talking about, but I'm it's a bigger picture with leadership because I think he is a emotional leader. I think he's a in the locker room leader, but on the court leaders it's a different breed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the guys who win championships, the on-the-court leaders. But it's interesting. Locker room leaders that you know don't I, I take think, it to the next level. Like I agree with you, but I think the Eastern Conference is vulnerable enough to where they could overcome that. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I. I'm I I'm curious I, to see who they match up in the first round. I I hope I pray every night it's Indiana. <laughs> because that's the team you know they'll beat. <laughs> no, just because T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler going at it. If Jimmy does anything, <laughs> <laughs> he has to. <laughs> Oladipo would be full strength by then, hopefully. We'll see, but that I think that'll be a good matchup. But every other team, um, does well. I take that back. Not every other team, but the top four teams do have a clear on the court leader. Very clear. And Miami's clearly a top four team in the East without that. So I say, I, I say they're fifth. They're fifth. You were you picking Philly over them? Indiana. You think Indiana's better than them? Uh, right now I do, yeah. But well, let me let me say let me say this. I think Miami's better on paper and as a team. But if they played today, I'd pick Indiana. Okay, I hope they play each other. I'm I'm very interested to see that. Yeah, that that would be a really good matchup. I think seven games guaranteed with that one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, probably. Um. Okay. What's another team we didn't touch on? I saw well, the Spurs for the first time today. Yes, I haven't gotten a chance to see them. Unfortunately. I have a hot take. Scorching hot take. Let's hear it. Uh, the Spurs have the best um, depth. Uh, no, let me. What's the best way to say it? They have the best full roster guard play in the league, in my opinion. All their guards, like top to bottom, every guard they have, compared to every guard other teams have. I like. I like the Spurs guards. And and that's with the Nuggets injured. I probably would pick the Nuggets if normally. if full health. Yeah, but they you know they're missing <laughs> their starting three guards. Right. So, um, other than them, I mean, everybody that came in contributed and played, you know, up to their abilities. Keldon Johnson, I think he he's a rookie, fifteen points off the bench. Um, we know what Derek White does. Uh, we know um, DeJounte Murray is just coming back, but he's played great. 
Lonnie Walker has become like this, uh, this defender that doesn't need a lot of shots but makes good cuts kind of guy. You know, he's he's playing really well off the ball, better than he was advertised when he first came. I think people thought he was going to be a scorer, and that didn't work out. So I guess Popovich got his energy on defense, and he looks great. I mean, we know what Patty Mills does. Uh, they're missing forwards, but I think I want to say Bellinelli um, is coming back. So we know what Bellinelli does. And uh, they got it clicking, man. They're scoring a lot of points with no centers. They have no center on, on the whole roster. Jakob Pertl's not playing? He's playing, but he's he's playing more like a... He's not really playing inside much, at least not on offense. Okay. He's just playing inside on defense. And usually they go small with the um, Drew Eubanks from... Uh, well, I don't know where he's from. Uh, there's a number of names you've thrown out that I've never heard of before, honestly. Well, he comes in and plays center, and then they just move Rudy Gade to power forward. Or even Lonnie. I saw Lonnie Walker playing power forward at one point. It's crazy. They do this real small ball, but they found this way to adjust to um, DeRozan's tempo. You know, DeRozan's usually like a slow motion kind of offense guy. ISO guy. Yeah, he's ISO, but um, he's not. He's never rushed. Not DeRozan. Yeah, under control. I agree. Yeah, and they found a way for White and Walker and uh, Keldon Johnson and uh, Murray to use their speed within DeRozan's slower ISO tempo. And it's it's interesting to watch. Um, now, I'm not saying they'll beat a lot of teams because, like I said, they don't have a lot of size or any size at all. But they took, they're taking teams to really good games. They're scoring 130 points. Taking Philly to you know the last shot, they took um who did they play the other day? Uh, well Denver they went down to the wire. Memphis last shot they won that game. Um, Sacramento, 120 129. They're scoring a lot of points with really just guards, and um, it's impressive. I don't think they're gonna do much because. Obviously, they're missing a lot of guys. Forbes is a solid starter. They're missing, missing Aldridge. You know, they don't have any other, any backup center. So, uh, I don't think they're gonna last. But they do look like a team that could, really, you know, be a test for a lot of these teams in the first round if they make it. Uh, it's still kind of open for that last seed in the West. Yeah. Uh, and Mem- Memphis is kind of, it seems like it's going to open up another spot. Right. Because they are the eighth seed, right? Right now? Yeah. Yeah, so that's gone. <laughs> it's over for that. Well, it dep- if they lose all their games, then yeah. yeah they, they only, um, Portland and San Antonio were only two games behind. And San Antonio lost. Phoenix, Phoenix is lost. three games, I think. Yeah, so it may come down to Portland and Phoenix, which would be, you know, oh, and um, uh, the Pelicans. They're two and a half games behind right now. 
So, Kings even still have a shot. They're only half a game behind Phoenix. This play, this play-in tournament looks like it's happening. So, yeah, that should be fun too. Looks that might be really intense. Competitive. Yeah. All right. Who else didn't we talk about? Another uh, top-tier Eastern team, Toronto. Mm, yeah. That's who looks at them? Let's be honest. They're officially better than they were without with Kawhi. Oh, I've been saying that all season. Yeah, you've been on it for a number of months, probably for this entire year. They, they have so much. Um, they share the ball so well. Yes. And they really don't care who eats. Yes. One thing they re- do very well is allow role players to eat. Yes. If they're open, they're getting shots. Yeah. Uh, Ibaka and Gasol. Gasol is kind of too, too perimeter floaty. Uh, if that makes sense. Yeah. He just, a lot of his plays, he gets the ball at the top of the key. Like at the top of the three-point line. And I get that he has good vision, but you're not really using him. Right. Ibaka still takes terrible threes. Yeah, but Ibaka's playing with good energy on the boards. Definitely. Like he's getting back to that. shots again, too. Yes, OKC days, which we've been begging for him to go back to. I was shocked. I'm like, Ibaka... Got a block? Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, and he gets a lot of putbacks now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but to me, the biggest thing for them is, you would think it's Van Fleet, but no, it's been Lowry and Siakam. Uh, I think, and I've said this, Lowry's top tier leaders in the league. Leader. Uh, leader. 100%. And, and um, he's... I mean, he showed it. He didn't get enough credit for it last season, but this season, I mean, he's showing it. I mean, showing it all. And whatever, whenever his team needs a basket, and, and that's one thing. Also, people don't understand about clutch players. They think clutch players have to be the guy who hits the last shot. The clutch player is the guy who you think will make the best play on the last shot. Right under the most pressure. Yes, and Lowry is that guy. He may not take the shot. He may not, um, you know, draw a foul. He may not even make um, a good play for himself. But he's the guy who the team is most confident in making that play, whether it's him or somebody else. Uh, you know, he kicks it out, goes under the basket, throws it out. They they trust in him, and he's um, he's doing it. He's doing well. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. I will say that his game against the Lakers is, to me, probably the best game he's ever played. I believe it. All around. And and one thing to me, Lowry's, he's got that rare thing of he, he could turn up on defense but still be under control. Yeah. Like a lot of the quote-unquote elite defenders, they just, you know, get in foul trouble a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Lowry's he's gotten a lot better at just playing solid defense and not hacking. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's a great charge guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah. he's just been he's taken advantage of mismatches. Yeah. Like you used to be able to get away with putting if if your big man can move, he's fine. Yeah. Uh, not Anthony Davis. I'll tell you that. <laughs> 
defensive player of the year front runner. People tell me he can move. Right. People tell me he's got all the tools to lock up. Right. Not Lowry, I can tell you that. (laughs) Right, yeah. Uh, No, but Lowry also is probably the loudest guy in the league, it seems like. I would agree. Uh, He's been the loudest voice I heard in the bubble by far. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and Siakam is becoming a really good shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Not so that much. It hurts. We've seen it hurt. Yeah. To an extent, it, it, it could hurt, but I think it spaces the floor for them a lot. Oh, yeah, it does. Definitely. And that's one thing that, again, Ibaka needs that. I think I think guys like Powell thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, OG Ananobi's been playing great basketball for them. That's one thing that Ibaka shooting um it kind of saves him because siakam is like really a power forward yeah and um og is really a whatever yeah (laughs) so when he's shooting he's not the only rebounder on the court for them yeah og's like a three and d guy but you're not really like seeking the three exactly and he and he definitely works hard for rebounds in the past and where i've been critical of ibaka's shooting is when he's the only big man on the floor, the only good rebounder on the floor. And he's still on shooting. <laughs> and he's 30 feet from the basket. Yeah. He's right. the best shot blocker. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's just awkward. But, but now... Him and Siakam team, balance off each other very well. Yes. Yeah. They find a way where they get to switch roles. Yes. Where, okay, you're out there, all right, Siakam's inside on the block, or vice versa, whatever. Uh, or set, Siakam's setting picks, okay, or Ibaka's setting picks when Siakam has the ball. Someone is always doing something on that team. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, One thing, their defensive, uh, their defensive roles, well, not roles, but their matchups are really... Um, interesting for them on defense yeah like lowry plays small forwards on defense sometimes yeah that's and they can get away with that they can yeah because they they don't let people in the paint not yes but they also run guys off the line that's one thing like to me them being second is only because of their offensive limitations as far as the bucks being the best team yeah because the bucks to me only protect the basket right uh but toronto like really plays defense mm-hmm. they really make you take difficult shots and the difference is the bucks outscore people and toronto defends people to death yes and a lot with of times better leadership out- right and a lot of times the team that outscores will have a better record but when those two teams face is when it gets you know it gets competitive. It gets different. We saw it with the Warriors. Warriors didn't always play good defense, but they always outscore people. Right. Um, doesn't mean you'll win in the playoffs, even though they normally did. But, you know. Um, yeah, I, I like Toronto. I like Toronto a lot. Who else Who else we got? Did we talk about the Nuggets? Uh, no. Um. This is not too much to say. Yeah, Porter looks great. We've we've said it all season. Porter should be playing. Uh, he's averaging like thirty points a game the last three games. 
you know, is, is this well, he had 37 and 12 last game, 30 and 15 today. I mean, it's just he looks great for them. And they're picking up slack, missing their three starters, and they're still winning some games. Yeah. Um but we already know what the Nuggets do. We've talked about it. Jokic looks great. He's thin. Yeah, he's moving a lot better. Yeah. Still has the same his like offensive game hasn't changed. But he's playing with more energy, which is really all we needed from him. Right. They got the rematch against Portland tomorrow. That might be pretty good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? What other teams? Who's next? Um, I'm trying to think of a team. Philly's a team I, w- I want to see, but I haven't gotten a chance to see them yet. I saw them for the first time today uh, against... My, my, my Wizards. Yeah, I gave up. I'm sorry. After T.J. Warren worked us, well, I couldn't even keep watching this game. It was just so ugly. It really was. So I saw Simmons <laughs> got hurt. I believe. Yeah, he tweaked his knee. It doesn't look too bad. I just can't. Why do you guys play Isaac Bonga so much? I couldn't tell you. That you can't find anyone else on the roster I to put in. Couldn't tell you. Well. Anyway, uh, Philly, I don't really have much to say from what I saw today. And I won't, I've only gotten to see like a highlight in today's game. Um, they, they look like they did all season. Horford doesn't get the ball. Um, their bench is trash. Um, oh, my God. They got Milton playing point now, and he doesn't pass. <laughs> well, he, you know. Play. He starts at point, but Ben Simmons plays point. Um, oh my god! They might. They. I think they have the worst bench of all the playoff teams in the East. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, I can't imagine them playing Miami those early second quarters. Yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna get tor- playing Milwaukee those early second quarters. It's gonna be bad. Really bad. Man. The lane is always clogged, always. Ben Simmons has to take these miraculous, crazy hook shots because someone's always standing right in his way. Um, <laughs> How's Tobias? Tobias? Yeah, what's Tobias doing? He's scoring, he's scoring well, but that's all he does. <laughs> Nothing else. No defense, no cutting, no picks. Uh, if he's not scoring, he uh, not be on the court. That's tough. And Embiid is just being Embiid. Nothing different. Richardson is just hitting threes, really. From what I saw, it's it's really like his game is shoot threes first, and then yeah, I'm really curious who they're gonna face in the first round because if they get a bad matchup, they could be out of there quick. To be honest with you, Orlando might take them out. Honestly, <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> they they don't look good. Orlando looks kind of straight sometimes. <laughs> nah. Compared to Philly, what I've seen from Philly, especially if Ben's not 100%. Hopefully he is by the playoffs. Orlando is similar, and there's another team to me that's kind of the better, much, much better version of Orlando, mm-hmm. and that's Brooklyn. They're the much better version of Orlando? Without, like, obviously the players are different, but uh, very, very fast-paced. They're playing through, it seems like, everybody. Yeah. Like, like Vucevic, the only difference is, well, Levert and Vucevic, you could kind of, you know, counteract each other. 
uh-huh. as far as the go-to guys, but it really it's they're not. It's really just everybody attacking. Yeah. Uh, and it works for teams like that, especially teams that aren't like real threats. Yeah. Uh, and to me, Brooklyn looks incredible, honestly, with the roster they're putting out there. <laughs> yeah, they are definitely playing. Uh, Chioza, are you kidding me? He's been getting buckets. They're, they got Chioza out there looking like Trey Burke almost. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even an upgrade. <laughs> I mean, it is for him. It's for me, at least. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, no, but I, I've... Man, Levert has played really well, but they've just... It seems Joe like... He's like a complete scorer now. <laughs> he went from shooters to, like, all-around bucket. Yeah, and they got role players stepping up. Justin Anderson booming on guys. Yeah. I mean, where can you see that? Unfortunately, I always thought he could do that. <laughs> he just never did it. Right. No, but it's just interesting right. to me that they over the past couple years, like they've been the best team at adjusting the like missing guys. I would agree with that. Yeah. Like they just kind of get in That's this. They don't like the guys. <laughs> but they're they're very good at the everybody eats play style. They are for sure. Uh, and I'm excited to see them in the first round again. Like Philly. A team like Philly, with as many flaws as they have, it's very easy to expose. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be hilarious if they... (laughs) I mean, they're not going to win, but it would be really funny if they won the championship (laughs) and then, like, don't make the playoffs next year with a full team. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. It would be so awkward. If they win a championship, Durant and Kyrie coming back would just be awkward. I know. I don't, whoever wins the championship, if you opted out, you shouldn't get the ring, my opinion. What are you getting it for? Right. The other half of the season, I mean, you know, I guess if Verajal got a ring, everyone who's ever played on the team gets a <laughs> ring. Yeah, that's how it usually is. <laughs> but, like, if you, Avery Bradley should not get a ring for what they do, for what the Lakers do. The rest of this, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he will, though. He will, he will. But the contribution, I mean, to me, you have to play at least in a playoff game to get a ring. Yeah, because that's when it matters. That's when your contribution is really noticed or really important, I should say. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's see, Brooklyn. Uh, I haven't. I'm not sure if I've even seen Indiana play. I have I not. Yeah, I haven't seen Indiana. All I yet. know about Indiana is that T.J. Warren has been unstoppable. Right, a scoring machine. Which <laughs> I mean, dude, if he keeps that up with all the depot getting back, if they get uh Sabonis back, yeah, they'll they'll definitely extend a series or two. Yeah, I think so too. Yep, shout out to Holiday, too. Holiday's been playing great. Yeah. Uh, let's see, who else? Anybody in the West? OKC is a uh, int- very interesting team, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of working the Lakers right now. Demolishing them, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Uh, I I don't really know what to say about them, though. Like, they're They're very strange to me, because they're very good defensively. Mm-hmm. 
and their roster is so like is full of glaring holes, but yeah. they don't really go on really long scoring droughts. No, they don't. Uh, and I think just a lot of that is you know great guard play. Yeah. Uh, CP SGA Schroeder. Yeah. Uh, they play really well together. Yeah. And they kind of have a good feel for like who to play through. Mm-hmm. Like who's got the bigger mismatch or who's got the hot hand. Yeah. Uh, and Gilgis Alexander seems like he's getting better every game. Yeah, he does. You know, one thing I will say, um, and I'll say this because no one gives Billy Donovan any credit in the entire league. Yes. Uh, but he, and this is this is comes from college probably, but they have like really good cutting, and really good just getting open. Yes. And the guys who aren't the stars like CP. Um, SGA, those guys, you know, they, they can score ISO, but the guys who can't score ISO, the team gets them really good shots. Yes. And if they're not good shots, they give them an easy access to the ability to get a easy shot, you know? Yes. They get a good mismatch. They get a really good screen. You know, they may not get a good shot right off the screen, but they get a driving lane, um, you know, something like that. They open it up. Yeah, for each player in the play to get something, um, and and that's that comes from coaching. Yeah, I mean straight from coaching, and they they do a great job. They finish they finish really well for a young team. Yeah, a young and very, I would say, light team. The one issue, well, they have uh, another thing that I really like about them is Gallinari seems to be healthy for the first time in half a decade, and he's lighting teams up. I know. You you forget like I honestly forgot that he used to average twenty. Yeah, Gallinari was the man. Right. So the Nuggets. Him being healthy, him like giving them the the size they need. Yeah. And then Adams. That's my one issue is like I got so used to seeing how much chemistry Adams and Westbrook has. Yeah. Adams does not have chemistry with uh, at least Schroeder and SGA. He does have some chemistry with CP. But I think yeah. CP is a much more dangerous like pick and roll threat mm-hmm. than the other two guys, which which has kind of made it stagnant at times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that's like a killer issue for them, right? But some yeah. of that, some of that depth, man, that's that's the only thing that kills me for them. I, I've noticed uh, his lack of chemistry too, and it is it is really awkward, and it's still. I mean, it's been like. Four years, but it's still awkward not seeing CP like throw alley oops. And this yes. is the last alley oop you've seen him throw. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I I miss Lob City CP. Yeah, he's like uh, pure mid range pull up now. Yeah, and like uh, Adams, because he's really quiet and he does make some pretty cool plays. It overshadows how many chippies he misses. He's very he misses- ineffective too. He misses some wide open, just like, just dunk it. He tries to drop it in or that little hook shot thing. Yes. I'm like, what are you doing? Yes. A lot. And um, I think he's good. And with Westbrook, I thought he was even possibly an all-star caliber player at one point. And you're right, he's really not showing that. But the team really doesn't need it. 
And then Noel comes in and gives him really good energy um, from backup on defense for sure. Maybe not so much on offense, but he's there. He battles. I think everyone on the team really enjoys playing on the team as well. Yes. That's another thing. And maybe because it's young, they really don't know any better. You know, they just go out there earning their first paycheck ever. A lot of them. Right. It's just going to come down to how good those three guards play. Yeah, it is. Because I think they're capable of upsetting, honestly, any of the Western Conference teams. I agree. Especially they could beat the brakes off the Lakers like they are right now in the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, Especially that's LeBron's quarter, too. LeBron has said before that third quarter is his most important quarter for them to be beating them like that. Um, Impressive. Did we talk about Dallas? No. Uh, you want to say well? No, we we did talk about them uh, briefly, I believe. Okay. Because uh, the Rockets game that we mostly missed. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We did talk about them. Yeah. But I haven't gotten a chance to really watch them start to finish. I I think I have once. Yeah, but I don't really have anything to say about it anyway. Uh, we talked about the Pelicans. I still haven't seen the Kings. Um, I've seen Fox on fire uh, alone. Yes. <laughs> um, man, they need to get him some help, man. Quickly. It's just the roster is such a mess. And it's yeah. like two. They have like two solid players, and the rest of them are all inconsistent guys. Like, like nobody can play with each other. Yeah. Like Barnes, like Barnes is like this weird isolation player, which completely messes up Fox's rhythm. And then Buddy Heald's like a three-point specialist, and then he's their best player, and then he like is their worst player at times. Bogdanovich has really bad. He needs to up his consistency like immediately. He shot one for fifteen yesterday. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yesterday. I mean, that's atrocious for him to be like their starting main scoring option. Yeah. Uh, Fox looks great though. Fox. I mean, I don't. I don't know how many times, how many ways I could say it, but he looks fantastic. Uh, I. I think that's really it for me in the league. I'm looking at the teams and then. I've covered everything I really wanted to say. Yeah, so some of the small things I've liked from the bubble, and I've we've been kind of locked into basketball these last this last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like the casual coaches' looks. I did too. <laughs> yeah, it was like a random thing I noticed over the weekend, but I was like, man, I really like they look a lot more mobile, a lot more active. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit more energy from them. It seems like, and I like that they're usually uniform too yeah I like all the different suits i like that they're all in the purple you know yes. all in the team colors I yes like that. yeah it looks like a unit i think that just overall these this bubble has made teams team camaraderie and like the chemistry just really up for every team. team yeah big time like i said i can see guys playing beach volleyball and Going down water slides together and stuff. <laughs> yeah. like, it's crazy. I never imagined I'd see that. Yeah. It's cool, though. 
Yeah, it, we're, it's going to be interesting to see, like, as we get deeper into it, how it's going to progress. Mm-hmm. Plus, the injured players are in team stuff, finally. No more blazer and t-shirt. Yes. They're in team gear. Gary Harris had a nice uh, Nuggets polo on. Yes. Uh, I like that. I like. I really like the team spirit. They're really team. embracing like a like a NCAA tournament feel to it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. One quick thing. Uh, are you done with NBA? Uh, yeah. How do you think the NFL could do this? Oh no, uh, I, I don't think they can. I I think they can. I'm like the only one on the planet who thinks they can, but I do think they can. It would just take probably more money than they'll they're willing to pay for it, but I do think it's possible. So obviously, obviously, no fans. No fans, right? I think they would have to be in a city. Where, like, uh, like L.A. or um, a place that has multiple teams and multiple colleges, because they're going to have to use a college field. They'd have to. I mean, there's no way they'd be able to just use one field all the time. But if they had access to, like, three college fields and an NFL field where, let's say, the games... They can make the games every day for a week. And then, um, not every day, but they don't have to have multiple games a day because obviously they wouldn't have that many fields. They wouldn't be able to play six, seven games a day like they do now. So let's say they did, let's say they had three fields. They played three games a day for three days and that would cover all the teams. And then next week... Whoever played first plays last, you know, and they just rotate. Whoever played last plays middle or whatever. So what do they do when they leave the games? Where do they go? See, now that, that's the hard part because, again, like I said, it has to be a big city because they, they need a lot of hotels. <laughs> a lot. Because the teams are huge, right? Um, so that would be the tough thing, I think. If anything, that would be the toughest part keeping guys from leaving a bubble. But as far as the play goes and the practice, they can do that. And most of those, most teams and colleges have different practice areas that aren't on the field. You know, all they need is grass to practice. Honestly, one thing they, they can probably overcome is guys getting the virus. Mm -hmm. Like they, Football is a lot more used to, like, the next guy coming in because of so many injuries. Yeah. But it's just... But will they keep them away from each other? That's the, that's the you know... I mean, you know, if, if COVID, if somebody gets it, then they spread it by accident, or now you got to shut down, you got to reschedule games. I mean, baseball is showing us how not to do it. Baseball is really making a mess a hot mess <laughs> they're showing us not to do it and to me football like you can't really structure it the way the nba has done it no you definitely can't but you can limit travel that's all i'm saying i think limiting travel for them could be possible maybe even if it's like a um a place like uh 
like Arizona or something where the colleges aren't too far away from each other where they travel, you know, they wouldn't have to travel more than a couple an hour. That's better than they don't have to be in like 15 minutes away from the gym like the NBA is, but they could be in the same town where okay, we're staying at this hotel, staying here and then we're not going far to get to games. It's just the hotel to the game, right to the locker room, right to the field. But keeping track of that many guys, testing that many guys, you know, I understand it's a lot because a lot of teams have almost 100 players on the team and staff. I mean, including staff. So it, it wouldn't be easy. It would be very pricey, be very, very, very expensive. But I do think it's possible. But <laughs> we know what the NFL, how the NFL is with their money. Yeah, I mean, I, I imagine they're going to try to do something, but they already got so many guys opting out. Right. Uh, well, they're opting out because there's no plan. They're just winging it. And I, I would opt out, too, if it was this this much uh, unsure. Yeah. Uncertainty. Yeah. I mean, and no no one's even trying to come up with a plan. So, it does look pretty bad, but I think they can do it. I hope they figure it out. I'd like to see some NFL this year. Tom might as well not play if they don't have a season. I mean, he might as well retire. Yeah. Maybe, you know, two years off for him? Or a year and a half off? Nah. Let it go. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> No way he'd come back from that. I don't think he would. I mean, he was the first one hosting workouts when, even though this COVID was going on. Yeah, because he's like, come on, it's my last season. <laughs> Let's go. He don't care. This is it for me. I mean, he might as well give his last couple years, at, you know, his all. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope they can figure it out. I was wrong. I thought the bubble would be shut down. Uh, yeah. especially when I saw Westbrook had it, I really thought somebody else would get it, but they've, now that everybody's in the bubble for the most part, mm -hmm. they're controlling the containing the virus. Yeah. They're controlling who comes in, what comes in. So th there's a reassurance there that guys won't get the virus. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, tested and, today, the results, no one was positive. Yeah. All negative. So and that's, fine. you know, we're still, we're holding our breath. All it takes is one day somehow, and then it everything gets thrown off. Yeah. Uh, well, I, what I heard someone make a point is that the good thing about the NBA is that as, the longer it goes, the less teams it will be. Yes. So it can only get easier. Yes. To maintain, which is nice. Um. You know, I, I think once the teams get eliminated from the playoffs, they'll probably just go home. Like, once a team can't make it. Yeah, I imagine. Away, I imagine being away from home, I would leave too. Yeah. Because most, I mean, I know these guys don't get to be home much, but they do get to come home for brief periods of time. Right. Whereas you're stuck at the bubble for three months, two months. Well, yeah. The only problem would be the seeding games for other people, you know? Yeah. 
would they just forfeit all their games? Then, you know, they couldn't do that. So maybe they would have to stay. But I would imagine, because Wizards are really close to being uh, <laughs> clinching going home. So. <laughs> I don't know why they're here. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> right yeah. now, they're more games behind than the Hornets. <laughs> and they didn't even get invited. Oh, man. <laughs> It's like, just, it's crazy to me. <sighs> yeah. They played more games than the one and a half games behind the order. I'm, I'm, I'm getting really sick and tired of Wall posting how ready he is to play. And not playing? And not playing. <laughs> like, Wall dude, I didn't, like, he, he's acting like people forgot how he got hurt. He hit us with the Andrew Bynum for real. You all and Beal are never gonna play together again. <laughs> like people have just forgotten and are so happy that he's back. I'm like, dude, what if he starts going to Rose Bar again? God forbid he gets upset that DC's not doing everything they can. And I don't know. I'm just thinking randomly at that point. But <laughs> well, I've just, I've been hurt by DC so much. The Wizards have just hurt me. So much with their like refusal to take an extra step or two in any direction. Yes, but <laughs> but agree. Bonga is our placeholder at small forward. He's terrible. I'd rather let Troy Brown start and stink it up for sixty games. <laughs> yeah, they do kind of run a weird lineup. Like I I know Bonga is trash. I don't know that Troy Brown whether he's good or not. He's actually playing well. Yeah, he is. But I can't. I'll never know because alongside him is a complete like non-threat. <laughs> yeah, and Jerome Robinson is like <laughs> fire all of a sudden. But yeah. Of course, anyone fire gotta be stuck on the bench with Scott Brooks. <laughs> MVP candidates get put on the bench. <laughs> Oh, man. Shout out to Shabazz Napier, though. He's look good. I hope he gets another job. <clears throat> or I hope they trade Ish Smith so he gets the solid backup point guard job. Because <clears throat> I don't know what Ish Smith really does for you guys. <laughs> He's been good this year, right off the random. Yeah. But it like doesn't fit with anyone else. Like It's just him having fire games. Exactly. And not being able to shoot at all. Yeah, but like he randomly just hits some... He's like Rondo. Like we know he can't shoot it, but some days it's just going in for him. Yeah, and he hits those high energy threes. Right. They're on a run all of a sudden. Here's Ish knocking down a three. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, we'll transition to music. Um, we got to catch up for two weeks, I think. Yeah. Um, not too many drops, but No. Nah. Um I'm gonna play this Mike Shinoda record, uh, open door, and we'll be right back with music after this. Yeah, they tell you that you should quit trying. You are too small, that you are too young. They tell you the chance is too slim, the world is too big, but you say how come? I'm ready to light a new fire, raise a new flag across a new sea. And if I'm ever the one in your way, then put your head down and run right through me. 
as I come with the gum drum banging you breathless. Enemies freeze, left bent and defenseless. Straight for the chest of anybody against us. The more they resist it, the more that they tempt us. Shinoda, open door. And we're back with music it's right been now. It's been a while since we talked music. Yeah, but not that much has come out. Really. No, yeah. It's been kind of quiet. <clears throat> I will say I caught up on Kyle. I, I don't have much to say right off the bat. We'll start with that, though. Uh, what did you think about it? <laughs> I remember you were a little confused on what the project was. You go first, then. I, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a step in the wrong direction, but I... <laughs> like, I didn't hate it. Yeah, right. Uh, I, like, I enjoyed... I, I thought The Sun was was a really cool track. Uh, yeah, Bryson on there. Bryson sounds great. But it just, it just kind of felt random. <laughs> well, now you understand why I asked you that, right? Yeah. Because it does feel completely random. There's no, like, concept to it. Um, you know, <laughs> there's, like, a lot of just random, like... I just, like, I had these weird... I thought him and Too Short on the same track would kind of work in a cool way. Uh, I also thought him and Trippy Red would, could do something cool together. Uh-huh. And, like, that didn't... That wasn't the case for me. At least for me. I didn't like any of the songs with features other than The Sun, honestly. I didn't like any any of them at all. I thought Tyga sounded cool on Money Now, but Tyga... I mean, when doesn't Tyga sound like Tyga? Yeah. Um, the rest of it, I mean... I, I've seen that Yes has been, you know, catching some fire. You know, people like it, but... I didn't like it. I liked bouncing. I liked the beat change on bouncing was cool. It it was. It just felt. It felt like a mixtape. 
That's why. That's why I asked, "What was it?" Because it doesn't feel like an album. Yeah, I feel like he sat down and said, "Okay, I'm gonna put these songs together and put them on an album." It just felt like you know, I'm bored. Yeah, I might as well make some music, and I'm just gonna put it out. Yeah, which which makes me miss. Honestly, it makes me miss like that separation from mixtape to album. Yeah, there's a lot more like emphasis on the album, I guess. Spotify has really messed that up bad. Yeah, but um, yeah, this project was just—it was very forgettable, man. I, I didn't want to think that, but honestly, my friend asked me like a day or two after I listened to it, like, "Is there anything I should check out, or and have I heard anything recently?" And I forgot yeah. to mention that I even heard this. It's one of those, yeah. And yeah. it's—it was like a day later. I was like, "Well, I just listened to it. How could I forget that?" And then I remembered why. Cause it's not, it's not much to remember. <laughs> yeah. I've played The Sun a lot, but that's honestly the only song I've played since the second time I heard it. Heard the album. Yeah. that That's like a gem that could yeah, pop it up. It is, yeah. Alright, moving on. We'll probably run through these quick. Too, yeah. Uh, we really, like, I, I mean, I haven't really, since basketball started, I've been just zoned in. Yeah. Uh, but Ellie Golding is one I listened to, uh, like about a week or two ago. Okay. Yeah. It, it was, man, disappointing, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. Now, she had the Hate Me with Juice World that I actually really liked as a single. Is that on this album? Uh, yeah, but the problem okay. for me is the, the rest of the album does not even come close to the energy of that song. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she kind of went the Halsey route, where this album's a lot slower, a lot more like, a lot more vocal driven. Yeah, and that, that to me gets just boring if you like don't have enough versatility. Right. And she really like she's a good singer, but it didn't, it didn't really stand out to me. Right. In any way, and this album kind of dragged. Like, I, I really, I had a hard time getting through it a second time, honestly. Did you like her last album? No, this is my first time really listening to her. Like, it was just something random that I saw. I was like, why not? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, it was a bad first impression, I gotta say. She's been rough since, uh, I want to say, what is it, Halcyon? Day? Halcyon? I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but that one in 2012, since then, she's been having yeah. those kind of boring albums. Um, it's rough, man. Pop has taken kind of a hit this year in general, in my opinion. I mean, you know, I I think Future Nostalgia is you know, still kind of a, like a, a better note from the year, as far as I remember. Mm-hmm. But... Fire. Yeah. yeah, it was it was kind of a standalone thing. Like there really hasn't been other specifically pop albums that have matched that one. Right. Yeah. Weekend male pop, but But Weekend was like Weekend is kind of close. I you know, that does qualify. Yeah. But like I don't really hear the two them two the same, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh yeah. so I don't know. I, I agree. I agree, though. Pop is kind of—it's just a stale genre at times. 
Like, that's why I think I like Future Nostalgia as much as I did, is because I was like, wow, like, it's been so long. Yeah. Since I heard, like, pop that sounds fresh and still fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) a DJ could play the whole Future Nostalgia album in a club, honestly. Just let the whole album play through. Yeah, for sure. It has to touch anything. That's the best kind of pop album to me. Uh, thank goodness Troy Sivan has announced the four-song EP. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Twenty days uh. from now. <sighs> I mean, it's it's crazy how um you remember when the NBA had the horse thing and we were saying like, wow, these guys really don't have gems. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing with musicians. Like I real, I realize a lot of these people do not have studios. <laughs> like <laughs> they're really not making music while they have nothing else. To do. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. How are you? You know, gone for over a year. Half this year, you couldn't do anything. Well, more than half. Yeah. You can't go outside, and you're only going to release four songs. Like, Some people aren't releasing yeah. anything. Exactly. Who've been MIA for long periods of time. <laughs> exactly. That blows my mind. That, like, dude, if some of these people, and I'm not going to name them because we've named them far too often. <laughs> right. Uh, like, they would, it would be, everybody would be listening to it. Yeah. It's like, I can't think of a better time. You don't even have to promo it. Yeah. If you put out an album that, if everybody knows who you are and you release an album, everybody's going to know about it. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, just such missed opportunity. Well, it's a missed opportunity there. But I, the other thing is, for them, they missed the, you know, club appearances or, you know, club plays. Right. They missed the, you know, they can't go on tour immediately. Some some people wait to release the album so they know they can go on tour from it. That's kind of messed up, but I, I agree with you. They should at least release something, even if it is just an EP for people who have been semi-active. They should release any, just anything. Yeah. And we'll listen. Um, <clears throat> uh, did you hear uh, the uh, part two of of Pop Smoke's album? Uh, yeah, I did. What'd you think? Uh, it... I wish it was just different from the album, honestly. But I really did enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. It was fun. I thought it was. It kind of. It kind of went back to the first half of the actual album. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, which I liked, but this like the, the songs as a whole really weren't better. Right. That's why I, I would rather them just wait and release these like at the end of the year. Like a, yeah, this like isn't a deluxe thing. edition, by the way. Putting out a whole second album and just oh, deluxe edition, like no, 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 no. And they they sound like mixtape songs more than they sound like album songs. Yeah, like it's a difference. You can hear the difference in a song sometimes. And this didn't sound like it was that yeah. much effort put into some of these. And I mean, no disrespect to Pop Smoke or the rappers, I could just tell this wasn't made for the album. It just wasn't. That's fine, but like I said, I don't need it on the album. Um, but I did enjoy it. I did. 
Uh, that's really all I got to say about it, though. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. Uh, Kilani's got deluxe coming out. Oh, okay. I'm definitely gonna come back to that. That shouldn't be too crazy long either. Uh, it better not be. I mean, five tracks would be perfect. Three to like three to eight tracks. She's been releasing a lot of videos, which has been pretty cool. Mm. I think it's interesting that they can they're releasing videos and there's people not making albums. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the videos have been like a lot more engaging too, because they're based on with kind of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see what else we got. Like the big one. Good. The big one was Logic. Yeah, okay. and I I really wish it like it's kind of anticlimactic as far as a big one I guess, because and I, 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 go ahead what what did you think? Um, listen, <laughs> I've been on Logic's train for a long time, since like the Young Sinatra mixtapes, but uh. I try not to quote other podcasts on here, but uh, Joe Budden's podcast, he said it perfectly about Logic for me. I've felt this way for a long time since Logic has been making studio albums, but I don't really feel any soul in Logic's rap at all. Like, I listen to it, and it sounds great. I mean, he's a really good rapper. I would would think skill-wise, he's up there in some of the best... You know, as far as speed, you know, his lyrics are put together well. But it's, it's just boring. Like, I don't feel any passion in his music. It just it just seems like, you know, he has a bunch of rhymes and he's just reading the rhymes. But it doesn't... I don't know if that really makes sense. But, like, one thing you get from a lot of the greatest rappers... Not even the greatest. Just a lot of rappers. I mean, even Childish Gambino... You could feel like this dude was talking about something that means a lot to him. Yes. And Logic doesn't really talk about stuff that... I mean, even if he does, it doesn't feel like it means a lot to him. And maybe it's just too fun. Like, he's having a lot of fun doing it or something. But, you know, he picks beats that are pretty, you know, relaxing. So you're, like, supposed to really listen to the lyrics. Like, uh... Like Nas or somebody. Yeah. This this album, like, fundamentally is a very good rap album. Yes. But I finished it, and while I didn't hate any song at all, like, I liked every track, mm-hmm. I had no interest in ever listening to it again. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, it was a really good one listen, but I, I'll, I don't mind hearing any of these songs at any point. Mm-hmm. But I will never be inclined to go back to this album. Right. And I think honestly, like I didn't, I couldn't really tell why at first, but I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. There's, you really don't feel what he's saying. Right. He's got the same thing that like Eminem has now, where it's just like, like, dude, you're just trying to impress me with how good of a rapper you are. Yes. You're not saying anything. Yep. Uh, and yeah. I think like, like. Like a guy like NF is to me a much better artist than at at this point Eminem or Logic. I agree. Because while there's not as there's not as much versatility in his songs, there's emotion in it. 
every song. You feel what he's saying. You like he carries the song because you can feel what he's talking about. Every single song. And, and Logic yeah. and Eminem, like just you don't get that. No, you don't. Um, and you know, I I never, uh, you know, and when people are making mixtapes, you feel you get that, and that's okay. Like you know. A mixtape is supposed to showcase somebody's rapping talent. Yes. And he was great at it. I mean, his mixtapes, if you haven't heard, like, the first, I want to say, three Young Sinatras, I think there was four of them. The fourth one was, like, the one right before his album. Yeah, more more mainstream the, one. Yeah, if you haven't miss, listened to the first three, I mean, Logic was, like, really spitting on those. The, like, he sounded like yeah. he was hungry, like he wanted to prove something and now it's like he proved it and now it's just like you know all right you guys want an album here's the album you know what the it's the title is so perfect too because this really is like a a bad under pressure (laughs) like this is everything that under pressure was without any of the versatility without any of the energy like without any of the like the emotion in the lyrics like you're talking about yeah. And the titles sum it up perfectly. Yeah. One, he's yeah. trying to prove himself. One, is it, it don't matter. Right. So, and like, you feel that. Everyone's going to listen to this. Right. He got a Twitch deal to play it, and, you know, he's <laughs> going to make a bunch of money. You know, it's just whatever. Like, okay, here's the album. You got it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I will say, um, is- Open Mic slash Aquarius 3 was my one standout. I would I would agree with that. Uh, so, I I really even some of the bars on that one I I thought were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, just no, you don't feel it, really anything he says on here. Yeah, and the thing is that was a standout, but none of the other ones. There's like no other standing out because there's just like a very even. Keel they just album. blend, yeah. They blend in. Some albums, <clears throat> and uh, some albums can be albums you don't want to hear one song off of like I can't pick one single song I want to go to maybe it's because there's like no hits on it and it's a really really good album some albums are just so good and so complete it's hard to just go play one song off of it this album on the other hand is just so even there's no really good song that I want to hear I want to say, yo, put on that one song off of there. It's not because that I like all the songs or all the songs are so good. It's just because it wouldn't really make a difference. Just play whatever song. And I get the same emotion, which is nothing from all of them. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's good. Like this album is good study music. Yeah, it is. Because it's like chill. You don't really have to pay attention to it. It sounds good. Yeah. Uh, if you're talking to somebody and like this is playing in the background, it's cool. And that's because the beats are really nice and chill. Yeah, but like, really like a lot of my friends, because again, Logic is a local guy for me. Uh, yeah, so like a lot of my friends used to be huge fans of him, but they can acknowledge that like it's just it's boring. Yeah, that was everybody's reaction to it. Good rapping, but it's boring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, shout out. To Logic, I mean, Joe said that, and Logic said that Joe makes him want to kill himself all of a sudden. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. 
But, you know, I completely agree. It really has no soul. And rap is a passionate, passionate, soulful, you know, brand of music. Hip-hop is a soulful, passionate music. Even if it's garbage, it's passionate. ODB was not a good rapper, but he was passionate. (laughs) Every single album. Mystical is passionate. And I could feel mystical soul. And he's not good. And Logic is, you know, honestly, there's not a lot of rappers better than Logic, actually. If, like, I really wanted to, like, just keep it to strictly rapping, I think Logic may be as good of a rapper as anybody. I I can't say, like, he's much worse than anybody. But as an artist, what it takes to enjoy an album, he's not there. And honestly, man, I think features could have fixed so many of these problems. I agree. So many, dude. When he when he puts out mixtapes where he's working with other people, uh, there's so much like more versatility in his song making. Yeah. And, and most of these songs had no topic. No. I was just talking. <laughs> he's just rapping really well. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's one thing that, and I've said it on here before, rapping without a topic, for me... That's what freestyles are for. Yeah, and when I hear a full album or even like three songs that don't have any topics, it, it it's stressful. It stresses me out. Because I'm like, okay, well, what are you talking about? How many points am I supposed to get this? You're not telling a story. You're not telling me anything. Let me give you a perfect comparison. I think just rapping for rapping, this album is just as good as Friday Night Lights. But you know which which album I, or mixtape I would rather listen to a hundred times in a row? Of course, right? Friday Night Lights. There you go. Classic. Yeah, I would agree with that. But would... rap for rap, I, I would think they're pretty much the same. Yeah. And, and Friday Night Lights is a classic in my opinion. Super classic. So that, that just shows like how great he is as a rapper. Yeah, I, but no, no soul. And if in logic, I mean, if you haven't heard this while we're talking, um, you probably have because logic is one of those guys who you don't really stumble across upon uh, logic. Like if you like logic, you'll hear logic. And anyone who like you're not gonna hear logic if you don't like logic. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he's he's like randomly been pushed as like a mainstream artist at times. But yeah. then he falls off because his hits are kind of not really like his music, honestly. Right. I don't really, in my opinion, he really doesn't have a hit. And I know he does technically. Yeah, his, his, uh, you know, his suicide track, uh, like really wasn't like his kind of music, if anything. Right. And this album is getting like record low plays though, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I didn't. That's tough. I'd, I mean I'll put it in perspective. Keanu Reeves from his last album, hundred and seventy eight million plays. Wow. And nothing on this album the highest thing on this album is eleven million, and that's perfect. Everything else is below six. Yeah, I mean, people aren't going back to it. You yeah, you don't get you don't you're not gonna get big listens or like high listening numbers if if people aren't going back to it. Right. 
And what when when did it change? When did Logic get like that? Really get like that? I don't know, man. Uh, he's like he's kind of he's been up and down ever since his first album with more downs. Yeah. Where like he's just been very inconsistent. His albums kind of his his unofficial albums are significantly better. The Bobby Tarantino. Yes, the two Bobby Tarantinos really had me convinced that he was going to make a lot of great music. Yeah. And and his albums I mean, have just disappointed honestly every time. Yeah. Again, and I've talked about this with friends but a, a lot of that is how great Under Pressure was. Under Pressure was really Like, good. he really, if he could have figured out a way to make Under Pressure a middle album for him, I think, like, yeah. our expectations of him would have been different. Incredible, incredible True Story was a step down. Yes. But I enjoyed it. And and I, I thought that from there, I thought he was going to figure out what, it was one of those step downs that I thought he would figure out what he had to do from now on. Yes. Like he would learn from, because it wasn't like garbage. It was just kind of weird, you know. The skits got annoying. Um, so I just thought, okay, he's there. He sees what happened. People didn't like it. I still liked listening to it, but he'll take a step up from here. And he really, all yeah, he did was get more poppy. It's weird though. Like his albums, like never really sucked. Right. But they've just kind of never lived up to the expectation, I guess. Yeah. Yep. I'll I'll say this, Nikki, on Under Pressure, is like one of the most, uh, is like a top tier metaphorical song to me. Yes. Like f- for people in his, uh, I don't want to say generation, but his class, like his years of making music. Yes. Nikki is like a super underrated um, storytelling and, uh, you know, metaphor song. Yes, there's nothing on this album comes close to that. Right, nothing nothing he's ever made again. Honestly, you're right. And Nikki's not my favorite on the album, but it's just, that was, that's hip-hop. That song was hip-hop. That song had passion, it had a story, it had a message. Many songs don't even have messages. So, yeah, I, we don't have to talk about him all day long, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's retiring, apparently, which I don't really believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, I stopped believing that from anybody. <laughs> yeah. Who's a better rapper, Logic or Joyner? Mm, I'll take Logic. Okay. Okay. Is it close? Now, whose album was better? Oh, Joiner's. <laughs> By a mile. <laughs> and I and I will tell you this. I have the same issue with Joiner in many cases. My only difference is I don't think it's by a mile. Okay. You don't think the album is better by a mile? Yeah. I'll give okay. it to you that it's better. Uh, but it just like... You, you know what it is for me? This is really Joyner's first studio album. Yeah. Right? So I guess that cushion to me makes it better 
at, with a mile. If I take the cushion away, if I acted like this was Joyner's seventh album and Logic's seventh album, yeah, it's just a little bit better. But he came out the box better than Logic has taken, you know, 10 years to make something not even as good as Joyner's album. Yeah, I got you. Not that he's really out the box, because he's made music, but, you know, for him to come out, this is a really good starting uh, signed album, and Logic is a really bad retiring album. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Especially when we add stuff from, like, you know, I don't want Wayne to retire, but if Wayne retired with Funeral, I would be satisfied. For sure. Like, like he gave me something to show me, hey, you remember back in sixth grade when you first heard me? I'm still here, but it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's how I felt listening to that. Yep. And, you know, I've been listening to Logic since ninth grade and <laughs> whatever. He's barely better than he was then. If that. Yeah, it's just tough with seeing certain guys have taken, like, miles to get better. Like, MGK, from what he started out, was an entirely different artist. Yeah, he is. And Logic is just no pressure. The same thing. <laughs> yeah, that supermarket was trash, though. <laughs> you said he didn't have trash, though. <laughs> that was trash. <laughs> <laughs> His book soundtrack was atrocious, too. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 okay. That was trash. Okay, yeah, that was bad. Um... Okay, moving on. What else have we heard? I'm not sure if I even heard. Uh, I think that's it for me as far as projects go. And I really haven't been keeping up with singles like that. I heard Taylor Swift's album. It was boring. I don't really have anything else to say. I didn't like Short it. and sweet. I like it. And I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I appreciate Taylor Swift's hit-making ability. She might be top. She's top 10 hit-making abilities in history in my opinion okay in history but this album was not it not it for me she's we've talked about this with her last album i think but she's evolved into pop in a weird way to me yeah she has. it's just like it, it doesn't feel like it's it's natural but it still feels kind of odd to me well explain a little bit what you mean Cause I think I agree, but I want to know for sure. She like she's gotten it's gotten away from being oh that's a Taylor Swift hit and like oh that's a radio hit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like her first like five six huge hits, I felt Taylor Swift. Yeah. But with some of the late like the more recent stuff, it kind of feels generic. Yeah. Like it's one of those where she's such a good artist that generic for her is like top ten in the charts. Right. Uh, but it just doesn't really like impress me or make me want to hear it multiple times. Yeah, it seems like now she makes albums to, you know, promote. I mean, she makes hits to promote the album instead of making the album with hits. Yes. She's like, okay, here's a hit. Now go listen to the album. Um, trying to think when the last time. Bad Blood might be the last time like she really set it on fire for me. I can't even remember the last like major one. I mean, I liked uh, the the with Brendan Yuri. That was that was heat. Mm-hmm. And me, that was heat. But that again, that was like a basic hit. 
that when you put two elite artists on, it's going to be great. Right. Brendan is, I mean, he might be like <laughs> shooting 100%. I know. Elite. <laughs> Every time he wants to make a hit, yeah. he makes a hit. Yeah. One thing uh, that's come out recently, I don't know if it's just this week or maybe last week, but the uh, Fast 9 soundtrack has been released. Mm-hmm. Like as a mixtape. Yeah, and I heard a couple songs off of there. Uh, I I mean they've always their soundtracks have always been like fun. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out. I want to hear what they got on there. I didn't hear. I heard the, I heard the songs with people I know. I'll say that. Okay. I didn't hear any of the other songs. Yeah, it's always like a, a, a Spanish blend to it, which I which I thought was cool. Yeah, I heard the Tory La- Tory Lanes and Kevin. I heard uh, Young Boy and Little Baby. I heard that, and I heard um, Tyga and Mozzie. I didn't hear yeah. anything else. They always, they always have like artists that would surprise, like you wouldn't expect for them to put on here. Yeah, they had Kid Ink on there that one time. Yeah, like they've had, like they got That's Don Tolliver on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna check it out. Has Tyga been on like? The last four of them? He, dude, he's been on all of them, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. It seems like he executive produces these albums, to be honest with you. Tiger and Wiz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Wiz has definitely had the last, like, five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wiz has had the number one hit from the last... But yeah, that's that's his thing. He's been putting out, like, elite hits from these movies. Yeah. His biggest hit is from here. Yeah. For sure. Charlie. Yeah, I mean, he had the uh, the two chains one. I liked. Uh, we own it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one was cool. Yeah. <sighs> okay. What else we got? You wanted to talk about uh, Beyonce and Jay Z, <sighs> which which kind of surprised me. So I'm I'm curious what what was what that was about. Beyonce has released her Black Is King visual album yes did you listen to or watch this or i most certainly did not okay <laughs> but i didn't expect you to i have to say one thing about jay-z and beyonce and mainly jay-z which means mainly beyonce as well <laughs> but i think it's jay-z's mind okay they i mean they're the goat we know this already. Like Of course. And not they're not like the best. Neither one of them to me are the best at anything. But together, they're the they're the GOAT power couple. Yes. They have found a way to never fail. And I'm gonna explain how they do that. They this last album, uh The Lion King, the movie was trash. <laughs> the album was trash. <laughs> The gift was trash. <laughs> she released three trash projects regarding Lion King in a row. Boom, boom, boom. Trash, trash, trash. Right? We talked about it. Speaking of no soul as far as like ruining something, that that <laughs> whole, that whole, the idea around that whole remake had no soul. Right. Other, other than the casting. Yeah. Yeah. But go on. So, uh, Homecoming, the live album, not good. 
and she released a bunch of mess on there, you know, the old songs. Then she has some new songs that she tried to force. Uh, um, what is it? Before I Let Go, that's on the radio sometimes. It's a complete copy of an old song and uses another beat. So she couldn't have made a lot of money off that song because she samples two and it's a cover. But, I mean, that's just... A, I'm just saying that. Just to cover every everything since Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Everything since Lemonade has been bad. So That's a fair assessment. So what happens is, when they release something bad, they always flip it and try to make something new of it and make sure it succeeds. No matter what, if it's fashion, if it's another album, if it's a... You know, if it's drama, they've done it with drama. I'm, you know, I'm not going to go there, but they have, um, because I don't think Lemonade ha- really hit the mark as much as they thought it would. Oh, guess what? Cheating rumor. Very all of a sudden. Yes, Lemonade's success was very delayed. And that Beyonce album was not good. The one right before it, the pink one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the long really- one, the really like extended one. It was 20 songs. Mm. It, had, it had Drunken Love, which was huge. You know, it had a couple of huge Yeah, the, the Drake track I remember I enjoyed. Yeah, mine? Yes. But it wasn't a hit. No, it was not. It, it, it Stuff went under the radar on there. Partition was big. But what I'm saying is, they find a way to flip the failure and make you want to care about it. Because I promise you, if the gift succeeded and Lion King succeeded, this visual album would never have happened. No way. But what what Beyonce and Jay-Z has found the secret of, when you fail, just force it. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work, just shove it down people's throats. <laughs> and if it, okay. you can't shove it down their throats, you find a way to put it somewhere that makes it a mystique. Oh, Disney Plus? What? You gotta go find it. Like, I'm, am I wrong? No, no, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's it's very, it's a generalization to an extent. No, but, but they do it better than anyone. I got you, they, yeah. Eventually, they, it is a success. Yes. No matter how bad it starts, like some people do that and it's just still is not, still is a failure. Like, they fail, they try to flip it, it's still trash. They try to flip it, nobody cares. But Beyonce will flip it and make you care. Like, who? think about it, who really thought to put a visual album on Disney Plus? Name me any other artist that would do that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if they thought the album was good, she knew it sucked. So she flipped it, and okay, now I'm shooting people swimming, all these different clothes. I got like this new clothing line only in this movie. It's only on Disney Plus. You gotta pay ten dollars, whatever, to get to it. It has this different mystique that you have to go find. We had to figure out who Becky was last time. <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, dude. It's I'm telling you, it's more every of time. like I, I see. It's more of a Beyonce move. I'm curious how involved Jay Z is with it. Oh, you know Jay Z's involved. He probably made the call to Disney. But like, but like their joint thing, I thought failed. It did. Like they let it fail. They didn't come back and like add more tracks to it or add beef to it or something. Mm, 
they didn't add beef. They didn't add beef, but <laughs> then all of a sudden, different beefs started. <laughs> like then, Jay Z and Kanye all of a sudden hated each other after that. I got you. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was strange. They do strange things, man. I'm telling you. They figure it out. They figure these failures out. Jay-Z's had failures. Yeah. Honestly, man, I think it's just, it's a product of, like, Beyonce's rabid fan base. It is. It's just, like. They know how to manipulate it. Yes. They do. Yes. Nicki Minaj can is capable of doing that. Uh, yeah, she is. I think there's other female artists who could have been doing it for a long time and luckily haven't. Right. Uh, but. You know, no one has as much power as Beyonce. Right. That, that's the that's the other key. Right. You know, then they, you know, the babies. You know, they definitely promote the babies. All remember the Blue Ivy thing? Yes. All of a sudden now they have to sue somebody because they have Blue Ivy's name. You know, it's just it's weird stuff that other people can. They could keep it under wraps. It's not that hard. People sue all the time, and it's not headline news. Right. But they, you know, it's, but it only happens when they're in like a not so good place. When something is successful, oh, they let it, they let it rock. Yeah, you don't hear from them until the next album. Oh, okay, cool. You know, they're performing whatever uh, events and all that. But hey, that's all I'm saying. I I think they're they have done a masterful job. I'm not hating because it's awesome. I think it's very interesting. I think more people should try it if they can. I mean, no one has that power. Probably Drake could, nah. but Drake just never fails. So <laughs> he doesn't have to. Uh, I, I think it's interesting, though, because I do think this visual album is only because the gift was really bad <laughs> and Lion King was really bad. Uh, I, I can see that, honestly. They probably said, Beyonce, we spent twenty million making this movie and it sucks. You need to make us twenty million. Like, I'm, I'm serious. That, I, that's what no, happened. I know. It's just funny to think like that's how it went Beyonce, down. We lost, we lost twenty million on this BS Lion King movie. It honestly, so, it did okay, surprise me. Movie. It did surprise me to see her like coming out with something, mm-hmm. and it just, it was so random, and it's like. I don't know. They they advertised it as if it had this level of like meaning to what's going on. Yeah, and it's really just I don't know. I I don't want to kind of speculate, but I definitely could see what you're saying. <laughs> I'm telling you why it's doing that. <laughs> That's what it is. That's all. And they did they did release. I don't I don't think everything is love failed because they won a bunch of Grammys for it. They like cleaned up at the Grammys. They're like I they're mean, like too big, like they're too famous to fail at this point. <laughs> Dude, the gift was a fail. The gift was trash. You're right. We talked about it. it was You're right. Really Nobody cared about bad. it. Nobody. <laughs> I haven't heard one song off there. Nope. I mean, she had Childish Gambino on there, who was on fire at the moment, and I mean nothing. Yeah, everything he touched turned to gold up until that point. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, that's all I got for that, man. Did we talk about the new Drake songs? Is there a lot to say? I don't think we did. <laughs> Drake's back. DJ Khaled. I was a little disappointed, honestly. 
Do you like Popstar? Yeah, it's cool. It's this is catchy, you know, his typical catchy vibe. Yeah. But I like watching the DJ Khaled videos while he's playing it. <laughs> Him dancing to it and in the car and all that. Yeah. Those are great. Those are better than it's better than the song. You know him and Cal, him and Khaled when it's just the two of them have a lot of fun together. Yeah, they do. Like they they've put out some heaters with other people too, but uh, when it's just the two of them, it's usually a fun track. I know Khaled doesn't actually do anything, <laughs> but I w- I would like a DJ Khaled and Drake collab album. <laughs> I know it would just be a Drake album. Yeah, but, but hey, I, that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJ Khaled picks yeah. really good beats for Drake. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Hopefully he makes them too. <laughs> no, he so you can at least assume he's doing some work. He definitely does it. <laughs> you really don't I, think I, he I, makes the beats for like Drake tracks? I know he doesn't. Dude, that's crazy. The um, What's the one? Uh, the one that wasn't that big? Yeah. It wasn't big at all, actually. Um, uh, His last one, the really to the max, to the max. That they came out and said, I mean, people were saying that, that was a whole other song, and I looked it up, and it was. It was yeah. just another song, like they. It was just an instrumental that I guess some DJ made one night, and DJ Khaled heard it and was like, "Yo." Somebody should rap on this. <laughs> and he just bought it and said, Drake, kill it. Bad. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's crazy. But, I I mean... I don't know how... Uh, I know he has a lot of producers in, in with there when him. he's making the album. Yeah, I don't know if he really does nothing. But I, There's no sure way he, he does made. nothing. I'm pretty sure he hasn't made any of the Drake beats though. Okay, that's fair. So this would wouldn't be what, wouldn't surprise me. This is the fifth just solo Drake one with him. Oh man, I couldn't tell you. To the max for free. What else? He had one other one that I think um, before that. Either way, um, do you like Grease? No. Not at all. No. Pop, pop star is catchy, but Grease was pretty whack. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard the Grease leak. I said it on here too a long time ago, and it was just—I really didn't think it was done. That's a—it's a throwaway. He should have left it as a throwaway. It probably won't be on Khaled's album. Can't. It can't be. Pull that move. Khaled better have a good album this time, too. I mean, I liked Father of Assad, but... I'd like some, like... I want good artists on every song, for one. <laughs> nah, I want, I'll take another Father of Assad, because I actually think he did have good artists on most, mostly on there. <laughs> you said mostly? Yeah. Mostly he did. It wasn't flawless, okay? It wasn't flawless, but... I, I really enjoyed it, though. I did too. I did. I there's not many DJ Khaled albums I don't fully enjoy, but I missed when he had like the real heavy hitters on there, and this didn't have that many heavy hitters to me. I got you. Like Twenty One Savage is a good artist, but he's not a heavy hitter. Not 
an instant hit. Now that it really, what's the hit off of here? Off of Father of Assad. Oh man. Uh, wish, wish, wasn't it? Wasn't the twenty-one Cardi B that wasn't a hit? It was short, short-lived. I'm still bumping a big boy talk. I like big boy talk too. Yeah. It was, I don't know. It just for some reason, it seemed like songs on here should have been bigger than they were. Like celebrate should have been bigger. Not the not that song, but the song should have been better. Um, <laughs> jealous should have. I mean, how do you have Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, and Big Sean and not instantly be top of the charts? It's just weird to me. I don't know what I don't know what it was, but maybe people are just tired of DJ Khaled. Honestly, that's a possibility. A good one too. Uh, did we talk about the J Cole? I don't think we did. What'd you think? I like it. I like it too. I like both. But of he's them. hyped me up before. I'm not. I'm not letting him hype me up with like individual tracks. He released. That's why he released a two pack. <laughs> he tried to get two. Two's not enough for me. <laughs> In at least five. I need at least at least four. Okay, four. All right. Uh, but yeah, he caught me. He caught my neck with Middle Child. I ain't letting him slide ever again. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like Middle Child, but I respect it. Um, I guess that's it, man. I don't think. Yeah, music has been pretty uneventful, man. I just, uh, it, it hurts to see what's happening with Tori. Oh. Kelani taking him off. Uh, can I? She did? Yeah, I mean, she said she was going to. Uh, his verse isn't in the video, I don't think. Yeah. That's wild. Maybe he won't Is be that, on did you see that video of him, like, at McDonald's? Supposedly, even though he got deported. He did, did he really get deported? I don't know, man. I've seen a lot of random news about him. I saw people made a petition to get him deported, but he really has dual citizenship, so he can't. Okay. I mean, he not. Well, I mean, that's what I read, but I don't know if that's true. You're right. I have you've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff. I don't really know what the heck's going on. I still don't know why he did what he did, or if he did what he did. Yeah. Because technically, I mean, did they even raise his charges? I don't think so. He still is only on a gun charge, right? Yeah. Yeah, so they don't even know. It's, it's a weird situation. We'll see how it plays out. You, you've heard the reports that they were actually with a Jenner? Really? Yeah. Oh, man. That the third person in the car was a Jenner. Oh, man. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. I, I hope so. But, that, I mean, that's kind of a weird... Uh, that's a weird speculation. Like, who throws that out there? Yeah. Making that up. And because Especially, we've seen them with a Jenner before, like, recently... Right. Uh, it, and they were in Houston, and the Jenners have a house in Houston. Yes. They frequent Houston. yes a lot a lot of things add up yeah also would explain why no one has come forward as the third person in the car <laughs> <laughs> so all right uh i think that's 
Yeah, man. Honestly, normally we get into like stuff we're watching, but there's only one thing we've been watching. Yeah, we're watching NBA. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm honestly gonna get sad in the like the second, third rounds when there's less games. <laughs> yeah, me too. I mean, hope maybe maybe I'll be back to work by then. I don't know. Maybe another league will be gone. Oh man, I I'd rather I'd rather not see that <laughs> the way it's looking, but we'll see. Uh, I would play this second gem. Uh, this is Run It Up by Nav, and we'll be right back after this. Got more ice than a skin and ring, think I need my mink, gotta bundle up. Take my chain, watch the news next week, you can see their bodies turning up. Poppin' this molly, got me grind that night, got some porcelain teeth, then I fucked them up. I was 18 with a pound of weed, I was bagging up dimes at the back of the bus. Hiding from me, throwing dirt my name, you gon' fuck around, get your homeboy touched. Burning in the fridge, I ain't looking for a sunny D, I just want the purple stuff. Upgraded me to a diamond account, I be getting bitch filling up Uber trucks. South said that he got another million dollar check for me, I told him to run it up, run it up. Say you want smoke, we'll turn you to a pack. Take a hood girl and turn to a brat. Rap game fake, yeah, it's hard to adapt. Everything they talk about is cap, cap, cap. Texting my phone, I'll never write back. I've been losing sleep, just counting up cash. Lots of bad habits, I'm popping off tags. I'ma fuck the game up when I drop back. Rolling off the pills, 200 on the dash. I'm bending the corner, I almost crash. Got everything that I need. If I see something else that I want, I'ma buy it in cash. We were dead broke, we ain't had no money for the work, so we drive around picking up packs. Got pulled over, had peas in the trunk, five set it to the charge, but they gave us a pass. Got more ice than a skating ring, think I need my meat, gotta bundle up. Take my chain, watch the news next week, you can see their bodies turning up. Popping this molly, got me grinding at night, got some porcelain teeth, then I fucked them up. I was 18 with a pound of weed, I was bagging up dimes at the back of the bus. Hiding from me, throwing dirt my name, you gon' fuck around, get your homeboy touched. Going in the fridge, I ain't looking for a sunny D, I just want the purple stuff. Upgraded me to a diamond account, I be getting bitch filling up Uber trucks. South said that he got another million dollar check for me, I told him to run it up, run it up. Oh. Oh. Pull up like Ace and I'm famous. Pull up like Ace from the cleaners. I dropped the wallet on the bars. She walked the fame. Yeah. Me and I've been the Bugatti. Moving too hardy. Cause we came from the bottom. Now we solving all our problems. Crib got five stories. Yeah, I look like a king. 35 carries to ring. Cards. Diamond cut on my necklace. I'm so expensive. I've been spending. I'm young and reckless. I've been having, yeah. If you're getting money, nigga, why you hating? If you ain't talking money, change the conversation. Niggas know my name, you know, false claiming. When I walk in the spot, niggas know we y'all. No, I ain't twirling, we showing them stars. Uh, run it up, Nav and Pop Smoke. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else. Anything else to go to? Yeah, uh, 
This is a wild OKC game, man. <laughs> yeah, what? Dude, Gallinari looked unstoppable. <laughs> if they can do that in the... He looked like Kevin Durant game. today. It was insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Actually. Oh, my God. And remember, uh, dude, I was... I didn't want to say anything, but... Like, I was praising Kuzma's defense last time. <laughs> Man, CP was busting his ass. Yeah. CP, I mean, you know what he does. Yeah. he's He looks great. He looks really, really great. Um, oh, real quick. The, uh, um, two chains, Rick Ross, final call, score <laughs> out of 20. I'm gonna go uh, seventeen to three. I'll take that too. I will take that too. All right, I'm gonna get out of here since we talked about Logic for most of the music, and he's retiring. Might as well play him as our throwback. Yeah, we'll be back with more basketball. Hopefully, a better idea of uh, the matchups for the playoffs. Yeah, it's a good thing we always have something to talk about now too. Yeah. I feel like it makes it better. <laughs> A lot better. <laughs> All right. It's the type of shit that they read about Like Chris said, I gotta bleed it out I've been in the zone, I can't be without This real shit that I be about I'm a visionary, that's long term But Def Jam said they need it out If I rush the shit, I might be without But I need a vision, can't see without I've been patient, never complacent Left the underground when I left the basement That's renovation, I spit this verse like a revelation On the road with Kid Cudi and B.I.G Conversations with no ID Who made hits with Ye, got hits with Jay Now you wanna fuck around and make hits with me If it's meant to be, then it's meant to be Can't express what that meant to me What it mean to me, man, I swear to shit like a dream to me What it seemed to be Is so different now Everything is so different now I've been there And I've done that Tell them all that I run that It's a fun fact And I'm back again Cause I love this shit Write it down And they publish it I went five years Without a publicist Cause the word of mouth They in love with this I've been dreaming I've been scheming Went away a while But I've been fiending I miss the fan But they know the deal Been that away before the deal Now the music got mass appeal My main girl got ass appeal I can feel the vibe That's the main theme Little fish that went mainstream Now I'm big as fuck My whole city They know what's up I'm unseen and I'm in the cut about extra shit I don't give a fuck When I'm on the phone, don't interrupt If I'm talking business, I might erupt If you're at the show, put your lighter up Fuck with me if you're really about it Outsiders, I can do without it I crept in, got slept on, sold out shows No one knew about it When it comes to fucks, I get two about it Yo, co-sign, I can do without it Okay, last verse, I gotta make it count Won't speak on my bank account So many commas, I'd have to pause And I can't afford to just waste the bars Every day, boy, I thank the Lord I got a lot of problems, but can have more Wish I spoke to my dad more, my jeweler less I've been hungry like Budapest Tell me who the best, don't give a fuck I just know I'm blessed Love life even though I'm stressed This business, boy, I swear test Tell Def Jam if they don't cut the check I send Chris to go cut they neck I love the building, no disrespect But y'all better ride when I'm in effect That's radio, that's TV But visionary, got the internet If y'all fuck around and try to throw the 
ball to another artist, I'ma intercept, it's my time Put half a mil of my own money in this album, that's my dime No rap features, just my rhymes, my story is all mine From the basement to the stadium, from the Roxy to Palladium I've been there and I've done that, yes I run that with this pretty girl on my floor Half naked playing connect for, but I've been trying to throw sex out the window Just to connect more, she's so fine Type of girl I wanna fuck her mind and then unwind with some slow head All my homies like go ahead, anyway it's been a long time And this year's been a long round, so I gotta go with logic The one nobody would vouch for, how's that shit for an outro?